With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Midweek Fix Liverpool versus Spurs match reaction show for this Wednesday night. I'm Gav, I'm joined by Keith and I'm joined by Garbreen. Grizz is on his way. He says he has laptop issues. The issues are probably just hasn't turned it on, but um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. He should be joining us in the next couple of minutes. So, um, Liverpool 2, Tottenham of the Hotspurs 1. And this is a massive win, I think, for Liverpool. An absolutely massive win for all the shit talk that was done about us since Sunday, for all the, the, the mind games from Jose Mourinho and the continued mind games after the game. It's just delusion, to be perfectly honest with you. Liverpool have prevailed um, by two goals to one at Anfield tonight and to go, I believe, top of the Premier League table on their own, if I'm right in saying that. Keith, before we get into... um. Before we get into the actual game itself, lineups, t- tactics, key men, the usual stuff we do, just your initial reaction because, you know, the, the final whistle has gone about 20 minutes now and I know we're all just buzzing off this because it, it just felt like one of those that players missing Fulham on Sunday, you know, Spurs strolling into the place thinking they own it. I, I just think it's huge, Keith. It is huge. It's a huge win. Um while our season is going a bit like that, we'll have a, an underwhelming performance where the, the team look a bit jaded and then they pick her up when they need to pick her up. And by that, they should be able to pick her up all the time, I know. But, you know, this was a big game because it's in, in similar ways to last season when, you know, such and such with the threat and we're talking to i.e. Leicester, we sort of slap them down. Mourinho's been talking a lot of bleeding, bubble leading up to this game. And... For us to win it like we did, in the manner that we did with the goal at the end and see him absolutely shit his pants, psychologically, that's a huge win for us now over them. I've had this issue with Spurs and Chelsea and I think they will drop silly points in home games that they should be winning. And that's why they, will they be close in the league? I think it will ultimately hinder them. Now, Mourinho does not set his teams out to win in big games. So he was all over the draw. And to lose it at the yeah. end is an absolute kick in the onions to him. And it couldn't happen to a nicer fella. And I'm delighted with that. Delighted with that win. 
Yeah. Um, before I get the car, just to let you know, I forgot to start. Fucking EJ. Uh, this show is brought to you, of course, by Football Prizes. Footballprizes.co.uk. And listen, get on there, have a look, because there's tickets there on different items from 295 right up to 595. Some of them are brilliant. This week's is a signed Jürgen Klopp picture montage that's framed. It's beautiful. Um, I think there's only 66 tickets for this one at 495 each and it's a stunning looking piece. So what to do is get on to footballprizes.co.uk. Have a look. There's loads of different things with different clubs and stuff like that, but we'll talk about it a little bit later. But this one this week is uh, all based around Jürgen Klopp and it's a really, really good one. Um, before I get to Gar again, sorry, Gar. Kieran B, right. 20, 20 euro super chat. He's on the cans, clearly. Uh, had Salah four scorer. Thought we might get a penalty. There's half of it. Uh, you never walk along. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, Gar, he talks about a psychological, um, a psychological win. You know, before, as I said, before we get into it all, for me, it's Jose absolutely set out to be the Jose Mourinho we all know. He didn't try tinker about with it. He didn't try alter what he was doing as a fallback because, oh, he tried something different and it didn't quite work. He went absolutely 100% Jose Mourinho and got beaten. I think that's, I think that's massive. It's huge, Gavin, especially when you've got, uh, I've been listening to UK radio stations all weekend, the narrative, oh, Jose's mind games and all you're here, he's back, he's master, his master class is back and they're going to yourself, lads, will you ever cop on yourselves? It, it, it was some of the stuff of the last few days has been a disgrace. Uh, Tottenham on a good run of form, let's, let's not, uh, let's not go away from that. Um, yeah. They've had some some good wins. Uh, Son and uh, Kane have been on fire for them uh, together as a pairing, um, and they've had, and they've reverted to Jose Mourinho type tonight as well. Um, in, in that shape as well, Gav. So, listen, they, to me, he gets what he deserves. If I'm honest with you, um, I'd like to see football played. Um, it wasn't played at times by them. They relied a lot on their uh, their counter attack. Uh, they got a couple of chances for it. Um, in fairness, them, um, that's what they do, and they do it best. Um, but it was it was just it was it was huge as Key pointed out the psychological advantage of even that alone and Mourinho was giving it the large one at the end of the game when he's just lost it is brilliant. Yeah, it is. It is brilliant, and you know. Um, I just want to throw some comments up here because I think it's, it's well worth doing, right? So Emma Cavanagh says we've broken Jose again. He's off his nut. I, 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 there is news coming through that he's gone full Kevin Keegan. Somebody says um, <laughs> Abdullah Mohammed says Curtis man of the match for me. Will Aldam also fantastic. Gonna get to that in a minute as well. Anthony McConville great performance. Yeah, we beat a lot of so called big teams. Um, it's it you know there's just so much coming in. Uh, Jacob just has C Senor. Loads of O's, S's, E's, and O's. That's Joe's uh, corner, is it? Uh, Jacob Zimmerman um, well Big Joe Walsh the, the official result tonight is Liverpool 2 Big Joe Walsh 1 um, because Joe of course called us to lose and told us all day that we were, about, we were going to lose and stuff like that um, but look Jose seems to be um, seems to be having a breakdown uh, let me see never forget uh, Grizz praised Mourinho yesterday Grizz predicted 1-1 come on Grizz 2-1 Grizz's actual prediction before the game was 2-1 I'm going to be honest with you yeah. because what happens in our WhatsApp what happens in our WhatsApp group is that he just puts in about 11 predictions throughout the day <laughs> and then whatever prediction comes out he just highlights that message and goes told yeah. so we've we've um, we've clamped down in the WhatsApp group um, we've brought in unions and all sorts now and basically you have between 6 and 7pm and but basically between an hour two hours and one hour before the game to predict what the score might be. You have one chance then when the teams are announced to change it and it's all logged 
now, apparently. Yeah. It's all logged. Arsenal fan circle channel. Um, I think he said earlier this song goal was offside, but we'll get to that in a minute. Starting lineups, Keith. Um, same as Sunday, but Joe Matip did not make it, so Reese Williams came in. I genuinely thought he was going to side with Nat Phillips. Just for the physicality, you know, yeah. a bit more physical, a bit more, not a bit more about him. That sounds wrong. That sounds like a slight on, on, on Reese Williams. Just a bit more of a dominant look to him, if you know what I mean. If he wants to get into a tangle with Kane and make it a bit physical and stuff like that. But he went with Reese Williams. Team remained the same. Spurs surprised me a bit with Regulon not playing and, and Davis playing and, yeah. and, and then Belly didn't play either. The Celso comes, I think the Celso come in for him, but. When you seen the lineup, because I'm being honest, when I seen the lineup, I went, ah, Jesus, Matip. But I have to be honest, you just go with it and it's what we have at the moment. Were you okay with it? I was fine with it, yeah, to be honest. Um, look, it's a, it's a flip you, of a you coin. Take your time, you take your time answering that, will you? Because I'm, I'm having yeah. a fucking drink. Go yeah, on. no worries. <laughs> it's a flip of a coin between Nat Phillips and Reese Williams for me at the moment. And I suppose it's maybe you can look at it as a horses for courses game. You know, it's Nat Phillips is quite good in the air and dominant, but maybe Reese Williams, while also very tall as well, I think he's taller, he's six foot four, six foot five. I think he's quicker over the ground, and I think his distribution is a bit better than Nat Phillips. So I think, you know, maybe the thinking is that Spurs aren't an aerial team. I know Kane is good in the air, and they do play high enough balls at times, but I don't think they're an aerial team in the sense that Phillips will will benefit being in the team. I thought Williams played very well. I thought he lost concentration a few times, but he didn't get sucked in. He didn't get drawn into a lot of the shit that Spurs are trying to do. Mm. The big so with the team, it was as expected for me. And anyway, I thought Williams would have got the nod um, over over Phillips if Matip didn't get the, the all clear. Now look, we'll come on to him. I'm sure in a while. But it was a good team. But you touched on about Spurs line up there, and I thought that was just. I was on a, a show there the other night with the lads on the um, Armchair Weekly pod and we were guessing the teams on that and, and they were going a joint combined uh, combined Liverpool sports team and they were all of the opinion and it was a, a Man United fan, it was a sports fan, a Liverpool fan that Regulons had a good season and is pushing close. Uh, Andy Robbo was the best left back in the, back in the league. Off. I wasn't having a bar to that, to be honest. I said it to the lads, yeah. it says miles away. Stay but off drugs, telling, kids. It's telling that in a game like this, Regulon's dropped. Why is Regulon dropped? Because Jose cannot trust an attacking fullback like that. Does not because he was because he was going to go full Jose on it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, what, that's it. You and if he could have, if he could have gone more Jose, because I predicted on that show that if he'd he had Fellaini in the fucking back of the car for that, you would have tried to get him on the pitch yeah. instead of this. But that's what I thought. He'd have had he'd have had Tanganga. He'd have played three centre backs, two wing backs. Two sitting midfielders, but obviously he didn't have the the personnel. But what he did do was Ben Davis at left. Well, we all know Ben Davis is a left. Well, he's a defensive. He can play centre yeah. back as well. So there was a definite smell of a Jose thing off the lineup, and to me that was a bit telling as well. But it's typical Jose doesn't want to lose, doesn't want to doesn't want to drop points in a big game. But our team tonight, yeah, there's not much you can do with it. You know, Naby was back on the bench. Uh, Ox is back on the bench, but they're not nowhere near match fit. So Cortis has been, you know, excellent. So he's, I think the team picked itself beyond the centre half issue. I think it did. Joseph Welch Reds and Kale says after the result yesterday, three points for us today was massive. It absolutely was. I, I couldn't agree with you. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, 
Uh, here's a point for you. Uh, Samyak Jain says, nope, Regalon didn't play because of his height. Did that versus Bournley and, and tall teams as well. That's fair. That's a fair point as well. But I just think that. It's a fair uh, point if you're playing a tall team. We're not a tall team. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough as well. But I, as well. I, I think, um, I just think that he went full, full Jose Mourinho. It was yeah. simple as that. Um, I, I, Grizz is still, is still not with us because he, there's no laptop issues. I'd say he's just watching the telly. Yeah. Um, so, Gar, you know, the team is named, Spurs team is named, and I thought Liverpool's, look, oh, Keith, Keith saying he was on a podcast, you know, so was I, I was doing the Spurs the other night as well, and, you know. Two um, flousies. No, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, I, well, I have another word for it, but I won't use it, um, but uh, it was on Matty with the, with the Tottenham blog, really nice fella, by the way, um, but I was on with him, and they were they were talking about you know, Spurs, Liverpool are there for the take, and Spurs will come out and attack Liverpool and try to get ahead in the first 20 minutes. I thought it was the opposite. I thought, I just thought Liverpool just came out and decided, no, we're playing our fucking game today. We're not, we're not pissing around with this. And I thought Liverpool were very, very good. I, overall, I thought they were very, very good, but especially for the first 25, 30, I thought they were excellent. Gav, I thought you were really good in possession. A lot better than I've seen us in possession for for a long, long time. Uh, it wasn't side-to-side stuff. Uh, it was little intricate passes, trying to play around, obviously, their shape, which we, which we obviously we saw in the first 10 minutes when, when they go to a 4-4-2 automatically. Um, you know, as you, as you have touched on the centre-halves, I think Keith, going with Williams, was... Obviously, Kane's flick-ons. If that goes in behind, as you say, he's he's better over over the distance of of, of yardage. Uh, so for me, I, I would have probably gone Williams over Phillips for that alone. Um, but I have to say, guys, uh, you know, for me, I, I look at that midfield. You know, let's not forget that. Uh, yeah, I know you're probably going to go into this, but we've Williams in that team today. Trent is obviously a different story, and Curtis Jones. Unbelievable, lads. If two kids stepping in there, still, still <coughs> new enough to it, guys, um, against a very, very, very experienced Tottenham side, um, and, and trying to bring them in to try and break that, that down, something they're not really used to, um, was, was huge. And look, look at that does for, for a young lad's confidence. It has to be, it has to be fucking huge for them, like. Yeah, it is sense. like, and, and we keep going on, like, Reese Williams looks to me, like somebody said there earlier, he looks like a player that can be, it has all the attributes to be a brilliant centre half in the Premier League. I, I agree. Um, if if you remember, like the, we get onto Salah in a minute, he actually starts. I think with a, with a yeah, really it's, good it's his ball. Do, it's his yeah. Gav. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really good rake on ball. But but you know, like and and that's great. He's coming in and he's doing the job and all. But Curtis Jones on a different level, and everyone knows what my kind of thoughts on Curtis Jones even a couple of seasons back in in pre-season when I thought he played a little bit for himself he wasn't very very technically good but not that tactically aware I suppose but the biggest thing for me with him is he hasn't been pigeonholed as a 10 he's looked at himself and went I can be an 8 in this team because an 8 has as much attacking impetus as a 10 once you work hard and looking at his evolution now, I, I just think he can go anywhere he wants. Anywhere he wants. He can go anywhere he wants in his career because he's so young and he's so mature on the ball. He, he's actually more mature on the ball than Trent, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is Trent is outstanding on the ball. But Curtis Jones makes so many good decisions on the ball and protects us so well. It's just, it's outrageous, you know. And uh, but, but we get, we're going through this game and I'm getting a bit weary, I'm going to be honest with you, um, 25 minutes in, just before we score, actually. And, Gareth, I'll stay with you. I'm getting a bit weary because the longer this goes on, all right, 
you you have to score, but mm. Jose doesn't have to, the, the less time he has to hang on and implement his last ten minutes job. You know what I mean? That we, we thought was going to come, and and we do get ahead through Salah. I'm surprised he's going to be credited with the goal. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I am genuinely. Um, I credit Dogar to Reese Williams for the pass, good interplay, gets it in the box. Salah hits a shot, it loops up, and I, I'm going to put it out there. I think Loris is awful for it. What do you think, there? So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. I know I had a little bit of a conversation. I think the deflection really catches him out, Gav. I think it's a major deflection. Judging on your point of how Salah even gets that goal is is, is beyond me. Um, it is a major deflection, Gav. It, it does come at a really, really odd, odd dip at him as well, I think. I'm, I'm not a major fan of, of Lloris. I don't know yeah, where I have him. I don't know yeah. where I have him in my fancy league team, but I do. <laughs> um yeah, but listen, I think the dip catches him out personally. I think he's, I think he personally thinks as soon as it's deflected, I think he thinks it's gone over, which is, as, as you get to your point, yes, if you want to look at that part of it, it is really poor because he's re- immediately ball watched the first deflection and then not watched the rest of it. Mm. So I suppose if you, if you want to go back to your point, yeah, yeah, it probably is really poor because he's watched the first part and he hasn't watched the dip down. Uh, a, a little Pickford special off off the top of the barrel. Obviously, it didn't come off, but he hasn't watched the dip, yeah. or he hasn't calculated himself. Yeah, because it's gone so high in the air. It's not like Salah's yeah. hit a hard shot and it's kind of deflected it's over him fast. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it actually loops up in the air. It's nearly bouncing into the net rather than hitting the net. You know that kind of way. So he needs um, to be quicker and on the speed gap and left and, and either touch it out or, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like, listen, I'm not complaining. Like, if Larice continues to be like that, you know, happy days. But I just thought, I just thought, to be honest with you, I was delighted to get it because I did, I didn't want to, I didn't want this getting to halftime in nil nil because then Jose could have went out and came at us and said, Let, let's get a goal between 45 and 60 and I can master a 30 minute game where we have to hold on because he's very good at it, just regardless of what you say. So, and, that's Gav, where they, we, and they were mastering it, the they had the counter attacks and they were mastering it. They, mm. they hit the post. They had a couple of little chances. That, well, they get through a couple of times. They were mastering it, and that mm. that that in itself made me go, "Oh shit!" Are these gonna are these gonna catch us on one of these slight breaks? Thank God they didn't. Did they have, didn't have a lot of shots on goal. Did they end up just having one shot on goal? Which was the goal? Uh, no, the two shots on target. Okay, right. Okay, the two um, shots on so- target. Um. But like someone, sorry, Stephen Mack is saying Gav, it was on target equals a solid goal. The only reason I'm saying that is because I think the West Brom one last night might have been on target and it hits Ruiz and goes in and it's given us an own goal to Ruiz, you know. So yeah. that's, the, I, I'm, I thought maybe they'd fucking done another real change somewhere um, where we were all arguing about uh, VAR, but clearly they haven't. Uh, Mohamed Jogi says, Mourinho quote, uh, I told Jorgen the best team lost and he disagreed. What a tool. I think he's. Uh, can we just stay on this for a minute, Keith? Because yeah. the whole the whole 
psychology around this, right? And and I'm not look. We we, we laugh at Jose Mourinho on a lot of time, but I have a lot of respect for for what he does. And he's quite open about what he's going to do, which is grand. You know, he's not sleeping about it where he tells you he's going to come and attack Liverpool and then sits back. But the whole mentality has to be from Mourinho afterwards is oh, I have to deflect from our tactics here as going in top of the league and being so defensive, I have to deflect. So while the best way to deflect is to tell people something ludicrous and you get away with it. Is, is that what yeah. he's doing here? It's his modus operandi. He's done it since he came to England. I'm sure he was doing it at Porto before that as well. And it, look, the Jose Mourinho, he's, a, he's one that you can you can moan about him but when he's not managing, he's, he's box office. I love listening to Jose Mourinho when he's a pundit or he's a, an analyst of a game around. I think he's excellent. <laughs> oh, look, here it is. Hey! <laughs> Six minutes past 10, Grizz, yeah? Yeah. No, do you know what it is? I, I think... Must have been some kebab you have. No, 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 no. It's, that's all bollocks. What's happened is the, there's an awful Wi-Fi issue around here. Oh, look, it's still oh. fucking... Oh, there's your heels again. Back here now. <laughs> So but, you stay there, Chris. Yeah. But anyway, Mourinho. Yeah. Mourinho, I think he's box office when he's not managing, but when he gets into management and he's he, he gets a sniff of a bit of um you know, of a title or a title charge, he transforms, reverts the type into the natural winner that he is. Mm-hmm. In a season like this, you I personally, as a Liverpool fan, don't I'd rather be in a race with Guardiola and City than a tight race with Mourinho managing a team like Spurs because he knows what he has to do to grind through shitty little games like that. And he knows the psychology. And as you say, everything he says is for a reason and it's to deflect away from a poor performance. I mean, he said never sets out in a match to, to win a game in a big game. It's to not lose all the time. It's don't lose, don't make a mistake. He done it with Chelsea when Gerrard slipped. We could still be playing that game now and Chelsea wouldn't have attacked us if it hadn't been for the slip. He doesn't want to do it. He's come out and said it. You know, if a player makes, if you don't make any mistakes, they've only got a certain percent chance of, mm. of capitalising. If they make a mistake, you're all over it and you're ready for that mistake. You'll, you'll beat them every time. And that's the way he sets his teams out, especially in big games. He went into that tonight. Gar touched on it there. They were getting a bit of joy with counter-attacks, the flick-ons and trying to break through the lines on us. But that's all they offered. They were mm. terrible. I thought they were, they did a period in the game where they were getting on top of it, but they still weren't troubling us, if you know what I mean. It, I know where going hits the post. But you see, a few half chances, but it didn't, it didn't look like it was one of them, you know, we weren't under uh, sustained pressure with shots and things like that. Do you know what no, I'm we, saying? No, we, ne- we never, we never were, but you see the thing, uh, Kevin Sullivan says that Manscape is something else, lads. Uh, the Manscape gear is deadly. Um, it's outrageously good. Um, yeah. I, uh, the razor and all is deadly, but the, the, the ball toner and the ball deodorant is just the there with this world. It is. I was actually thinking to myself the other day, like, do you put a little black sticker over that going to the airport? Because you can't be going through, you know, with your clear bag yeah. and it just has manscaped ball toner and ball deodorant yeah. on it. Would you put yeah, a little bit of uh, electrical tape or something over it? You might have to think about that one. It's, you might want to want to have a look. It's a controversial yeah. one. But um, it is outrageously good. And if you, um, they're not meant to be the sponsor yeah, yeah. of the show, but listen. Uh, manscaped.com LFCDT use that code get 20% off free shipping and of course oh, supports yeah. us and um, supports us now and into the future um, I'll get on to that Manscaped says Kieran B um, yeah do it's it's outrageously good but like does that Gareth does that set a tone 
before we get on to the, the sports, no, I'll tell you what, we do the sports goal first and then we, we have a little chat before we get to the second half. The sports goal, a lot of people here are saying that the song goal was offside. I don't think it is. Um, I don't think it is. I think we don't pressure the ball well enough. I think he get, it's a brilliant ball by LaCelso handed to him. People are a little bit, what's Alisson doing? He leaves a lot of big gap there. I think he leaves a big gap there because he thinks Son's going to go across him. Um, but it's a good finish from a really good player, Gar. But it did kind of go, ah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, tw- you know, seven minutes or six minutes after we go ahead, they get an equaliser. I'm back to square one. Were you a bit like that, Gary? You're like, ah, fuck off. Yeah, because you're, you're on top of the game. Things are going really well for you. Where, where the, the passage of play, the intricacies looking nice. We're, we're knocking it around really well. There's a lot of standout performances. <coughs> And then that break happens, and I think there's a there's a mix up of where where a player should be. I think Curtis Jones was out at right at the time, and then he sees a break through the middle of a couple of players. He goes into centre mid, and obviously Williams is left one v one v with Son at the time. Listen, he's not he's not offside in my opinion. Um, he's just on. Um, get the lines out, whatever. But he's not he's not offside. Um, if yeah. I had a switch to the other side, it was going to be offside, but it didn't. Um, yeah. yeah. Listen, it's a good break. It's it's a lovely little finish. He he pokes it in the corner. Um, I, I did I did speak to you about questioning Allison a bit. Does he come out quicker on him? Does he close him down a bit better? Uh, but as we say, mistakes happen in games. Um, and, and in that time, as I always uh, always revert back to, you've got so many seconds of judgment, and it just was. It, it's on. Someone was just a, a second ahead of Allison at the time, and and, and these are how, mis- the how mistakes happen in games. Just just I a think, couple of seconds. Yeah, like like um, Chris Brack says, there credit to Lascelles. It's a defense split and pass. Yeah. If Thiago right. does that for us, we are raving over it. But yeah, yeah, and and I, I think I think you're right where you say about he's just a second ahead of Allison. I think Allison is nearly setting himself to try set a trap for him, and just mm-hmm. he's about to set that trap, he bangs her in the in the near side, and like. To be honest with you, he is one of those players when he goes through, you're just thinking he's got a score. He's 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 quite quite a clinical um Ultra confidence. Yeah, he is you know, now with ten forwards probably would have gone across goal, you know, but Son yeah. is, is probably the informed striker in the league with, yeah. along with Kane. Full so of confidence, you go near post. Yeah. yeah. Top of yeah. the game and he just sees the upper he sees the gap and he punishes it, you know. I think that's just one of them. Yeah. Um they're asking about the lines here on the offside because the people are saying where were the lines, where was it? Um fair point. Uh, a Loringer says, I think it's just annoyed everyone that we didn't see the same forensic analysis and grid lines that we see for every LFC goal. That's a fair point. Um yeah. but but this but this again is the processes, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you're gonna make if you're gonna check for offside, show us what you're checking. Show us yeah. why you're checking it and be transparent about it. But they're not. They make, they're making this up as they go along. It's a different thing every week, but there's no point in, in going on about it. We won, so fuck them. Um <laughs> But before we go on to the second half, Gar, I, I want to stick with you. Um, does this does th- this result obviously puts Liverpool on top of the table and a couple of points clear, right? And we've we seen City drop points last night. And we've seen, I was going to say we've seen Arsenal drop points. They're fucking relevant. Uh, <laughs> Ch- Chelsea, Chelsea get beaten, you know. Um, you know, it's and you know, I think you know you're still in around. You know, Leicester get beaten by Everton as well tonight. Yeah. So there's a lot of players drop, yeah, a lot of teams dropping points know. there. Um, and the ever up the fifth? Yeah, the ever up the fifth are flying. But what I was going to ask you was, Gar, does this kind of show people how to play against sports? Does it show that you know it can be done? Now I know Liverpool are an extremely good side, but does it show that? You know, stick in with them, you'll get chances. Stick in with them, they, they'll tire. You know, 
does it is there a knock on effect here for sports or is it just a case of they were beaten by the best team in the country they'll move on to be fine from next week Gav others more so than us because he he isn't going to go 4-4-2 against every team in England mm. that they play they, so he's gone 4-4-2 against us he hasn't done it against City he's played as two holding midfielders he's played as three and he's played uh, Kane up front so He's played totally different to Klopp than he does everyone else. And, and his so-called bigger games is, is his comment, I think, uh, he's passed tonight. Um, he's not going to play that way against everyone, Gav, and therefore others will get probably get more chances, if you get me, mm. because they're slightly more open. Yes, they'll have two holding midfielders to cover left and right. Um, but we do that at times, Gav, um, and, yeah. and we still give chances away. Well, so. well, I, I, like, like I, I pro- I've probably put that a bit wrong to you, I'm going to be honest with you. Like... Uh, uh, and three. That's the best way I can say that, right? He says, "No, it doesn't, Gav, because Josie won't play against them." I like that. What I'm trying to say is, is that you, you know he's not going to play that way against a lot of teams because he's just come up against Liverpool. He knows a good year, but is it a case of it have to be? He will be a little bit more open against the other sides, and the other sides can take belief that we can sit back and we can do to them what they try to do. You know, yeah, yeah. do you know where I'm kind of going? It's, yeah, it kind yeah. of it kind of wobbles their head a little bit as to what way do we approach this stuff now. There's a couple of teams that there's there are teams that can do that to them as well, Gav. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of the, the so-called lower lower sides. Uh, a couple have done it to us. Um, yeah. We've seen Brighton do it. In fairness, and and use Aaron Connolly's pace uh, to get in behind, and they'll certainly do that against Boers because Aurier will give you a chance. Doyer, as we've seen tonight, is 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 oh, yeah. by, by name, yeah. <laughs> um, so they will give you a chance. Regulon will attack. So there's going to be a time when, when uh, Mourinho turns around and says to Reglan, I'm not going to play you all the time because I can't trust you. Yeah. Matt Doherty has made the worst move of his life, in my opinion. It looks like a, a nice sign Nomfi. He was he was flying at Wolves and he, he, he's he's had a stinker now because they didn't want to. I don't think he could get rid of whatsoever. They couldn't get rid of Ori quick enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Matt Hardy has made a stupid decision to go there because he's you know listen it's a, it's a big payday at the end of the day, um, but it, look he's got he's gonna revert and we've seen it so we'll see after tonight how he goes out the weekend. Who they go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we will see how he goes about it. It's just I'm wondering does the trauma a bit, you know, or maybe just does think I can do that sort of tactic against most yeah, teams they can yeah. get away with it if I have to. Maybe it's something. Maybe I'm just reading way too much into it. Uh, Jacob Zimmerman. So uh, yeah, yeah. Unless I need something now because uh, Brendan's revolution's yeah. falling on its arse again. Um, arsehole. Um, they wanted to park the bus and all they got was a van. Um, nice one. Um, so look. I'm going to be honest, Keith. I think Spurs started the second half very well. I think it was a pre-planned tactic to be in the game at halftime, drawing at least, and to go out and try put pressure on Liverpool and, and make it a thirty-minute game on on their terms. If you get me, yeah. And they did have a good. They did have a couple of chances. Liverpool were a bit more open. Couple of little mistakes here and there, and you know, all things said, Son and Kane can can hurt you if you make mistakes. You give them opportunities, and they nearly did, but. There was always going to be a stage during this keep when we not ride a storm, but we're going to have a couple of moments and and then we reset ourselves and and that was certainly the case. I think between forty five and probably sixty. Yeah, I think it was. I think they did. They came out well. They they tried their best to to put us under pressure. They obviously knew, and a lot of teams know. Gar touched on the Brighton game where they were looking to spring Connolly on us. Look, 
what a depleted team at the moment and mm. and we've got guys in the team that that wouldn't usually be there you know we've we've a very young young center back playing tonight um we've a, a midfielder marshalling the defense do you know what i mean so it, it there is going to be holes in that and we've also got a uh, trend coming back from injury and you know we, we took a while to start the season as well so there was weaknesses in their defense and Mourinho knows that and he knows look we can get at these you've seen it in the first on the the start of the second half like when Reese Williams goes to flick one back doesn't he and Bergwijn is that the one where Bergwijn goes through mm. yeah. flick the header and doesn't get much purchase on you know he played on that but as you said, it was just a case of Liverpool knowing that every game Liverpool seemed to give up a bit of pressure at the teams to, to try and regroup and re-energize ourselves. But when we got full back on the ball and start dominating it again, sports were really reverted to the Mourinho type. They went totally shithousey and were taking off forwards and putting on defenders. And you knew what Jose was in it for at that stage. Hmm. Once that oh. period. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. I want I want to get through the game because I want to then afterwards discuss um, Grizz is acting the maggot with whatever he's doing there. Um, but I want to get through I want to get through the game and I want to at the end then go back and talk about a couple of players if that's alright. Um, so Gar, I come to you. Um, I'll get to Grizz now in a second. As the game progresses from sixty to eighty to eighty-five, and Liverpool aren't making a change, they don't make a change in this game. And Spurs, like like Keith said, are sticking on, you know, <laughs> defenders for forwards and stuff like that. And you're thinking this this is just this is just going to go a bit fucking mad now, and it's going to be horrific for the last fifteen. How worried were you getting? I know it's a late late goal, but we we you resigning yourself to that's it. You know what I mean? Just. No, I think I think I had Gav on seventy minutes. The way the way that we were uh, fluffing chances, we were passing it back to Reese through most of the game. Uh, after seventy minutes, I thought to myself, as soon as he starts making them mad mad substitutions, I'm saying to myself, I hear he's he, he's just going to sit this one out and grind. He's happy with a point here, and and it just went that way. It was constant, Gav. It was it was shot into Lloris's hand. It was it was pot shots. It wasn't even it. It wasn't great. Um, I thought Mane got into it. I know you're going to touch on individual, uh, but I thought he got into it a bit more at, at, towards that time that you're talking about. He's, he really seemed to drive at, at that side a, a lot more, and he was getting a bit more joy. There was balls coming in, but there was no one in around the penalty spot and two of the, two of the balls he played in. So at that time, I was saying to myself, "This is this is this is draw written all over." Yeah, I did as well. I think, you know, and, and there's a great tweet out there, lads, if you just want to say it. Um, it was basically Tim Sherwood sitting in some studio and it's a corner to Liverpool and he says, ah, sports are dominant in the air here. I'm not really worried about this corner and anyone getting ahead in it. And literally as he says it, Mourinho or, or Firmino heads into the top corner from the corner. It was un-fucking-believable. Tim Sherwood. Um, it, it was, it was absolutely fun. It was, uh, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Do you know what it reminded me of? Um, it reminded me of Steve McLaren, yeah. At the it was oh, Euros, yeah. <laughs> and he's telling you, yeah, yeah. Um, it was un- unbelievable. Uh, Grace, how are you? 
I'm okay, guys. Can you hear me? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I, I have a feeling you're not using your microphone. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, okay, um, but we we can hear you, so that's the main thing. Grizz, um, what we're talking, about, we we've gone through most of the game. We're going to come back over a couple of players in a couple of minutes, but I'll ask you the same question I asked Gar. As this is approaching the end of the game, are you thinking? Because let's be honest, that most predictions from most people was one all, a narrow win somewhere. Were you thinking as this approaches the end? Look, it's the draw that a lot of people thought might happen. Yeah, no, I was going for the 2-1 win that I predicted. So I was really pushing it. Um, but um, look, guys, I, you probably relayed your emotions and everything. And I, I just I just had to come on even sort of using the hotspot and, and someone else's laptop, the neighbor's laptop. I had to come on and just participate in today's show and just show my love for this club. I mean, I got emotional at the end. I'm not going to lie. When Bobby scored that goal, it's 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 what dreams I'm. It's, it's what makes you support this club. It's it's, it's the never de, never never say die attitude. You know, can you imagine a packed Anfield with with all the Gerard Houllier tributes and how emotional that would have been? And we had to win that Gerard Houllier. And honestly, I was a grown ass man. I was nearly in tears, man. Just even though it's game week thirteen, so many highs, so many lows to go. I just felt this was so, I mean, you know, Gav, we talked about it last night after the show and just me and you had a one-on-one -on -one and we said, Gav, tomorrow's massive. Do you remember we said it last mm -hmm. night? And he was like, Grizz will be okay. And I was like, yeah, we'll be okay, but it's going to be a fuckery of a game. And that's exactly what it is. But guys, football won. And that's, that's what I'm absolutely tough to bits with. Yeah, look, there's loads of people um, saying in here, like Dylan Samuel says Mourinho is deluded. Um, he's gone off on one. He, he's, he's just, he's deflecting, uh, Dylan. That's what he does. He deflects um, off whatever he can. And he's probably, he is deflecting away from the fact that he brought sports to Anfield top of the table and he played basically like he was 16th or 17th in the league. Um, he basically played like West Brom are going to play under Sam Allardyce when they, I think they arrive at Anfield soon, do they? Um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's what he's going. That's what he's going to do. But look, it's a fantastic win, Keith. Um, if you could pick one player on the pitch to bury a header, though, it's definitely Bobby Firmino, isn't it? It's a hundred percent Bobby Firmino, just yes, for the is. sake, just for the reason that Harry Kane's on the pitch and Big Joe Walsh is watching. That's the first yeah. thing because he absolutely adores <laughs> yeah. Harry Kane more than he adores most, the vast majority of other humans on this planet. And then to see him tear towards the cop after he scored, it was just sensational, wasn't it? Yeah, does I would sound weird probably saying this, but I enjoy a Bobby goal more than most other goals. And I don't know what it is, Bobby celebrations, he, he's an infectious type of character, you know what I mean? Like it's there's something about him, big green. He he doesn't score enough, we all know that. Um a lot of people think he should be replacing the team. That's fair enough, you know what I mean? If 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 you think that you think that. But I thought Bobby was excellent tonight, and I was delighted that it was him who got that goal. Because he is good in the air, you know, yeah. and he was you know, to, to get on that, it, it just shows how important Bobby is. It's not only the goal, Keith. His game was, you know, was excellent. You know, yeah. we've been touching on it in recent weeks that yeah. we, we, we're seeing Bobby. We're seeing Bobby. The touch is back. The tenacity of winning the ball is back. The link up is back. Yeah. He lost the ball once, I think, but that's absolutely, you know, normal for a striker of his type to lose the ball once. But he was, apart from that, he was impeccable. Yeah. The way he 
rolls the ball over his feet in tight positions. Yeah, he's very cool it's at that. beautiful to watch, Keith. It's fucking beautiful to watch. And it's literally, po- when Bobby's on his game, it's poetry in motion. Yeah. Um, and you're right, I'm with you. When Bobby scores, it's that extra, extra satisfaction you get, especially to sort of in the face of all the haters and the Bobby detractors. So, yeah. Oh, Bobby, this, Bobby, that. That was Bobby and Harry Kane on the same pitch. And there was only one guy who was absolutely world, world class in that game. Well, Harry Kane had a free header and he, he hit it with his blade mouth or something and it just scooped over. Yeah, like, it's it's hard not to hit it with your mouth when it's fucking that size anyway. But, but um, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't connect with it and he has a huge head and he didn't connect with it and he just... Yeah, because he's a wanker. Oh, but that, you know was a, I mean? that was an absolute sitter. Now, if Bobby hadn't missed that, Bobby would have got pelters. Not just from Liverpool fans, but a lot of people be jumping on that saying, Oh, for me, no, Mr. C. I heard that was an absolute blading four yard header with no one marking him and Kane made the balls of it. Firmino's header was excellent, but Ross B makes a good point there. Bobby loved scoring in front of the crowd again, and it's something that we have touched on in previous years. Yeah, we show. have. We've spoken about that it, yeah. It's a player that thrives, and it might have been my main man, Grizz Khan, who said it that he's the type of player who thrives with the, the crowd. Uh, getting emotional, emotional. It, was, it was me, it was me that said it. I think it was Grizz oh, that tweeted yeah, it though. Grizz must have had legs. Grizz tweeted it, must have had legs. Bobby showman, we said, I think it was a collective yeah. point because we're all football men. I think we made it and we sort of <laughs> agreed. He's an absolute showman. Give him a crowd, sing him that song, yeah. and look at what the fuck he's done last few games. Absolute, but there is something that there really is something that you know, it's it's it. it he, he wasn't Maradona tonight. Let's not um, let's not lose the run of ourselves. But he did have that little bit of spark back. He did have the confidence to be doing them little dragbacks and so on. you know what we noticed tonight about Bobby? He wasn't. He was in last the last one. He's been taking an extra touch here and there, and and obviously you know when you take that extra touch, you're yeah. going to be crowded out a bit more. And and his decision making has had been really bad because of that because he was taking that extra touch and then he was having to rush a pass off when when a player might have been cut off or whatever. But tonight he seemed to be on point again. Yeah. He was he wasn't taking that he rolled rolled the pass, give it simple, gone, give it. It was he was excellent. I have to say, um, wasn't the mate? It wasn't out of this world, but he was excellent. And for if there was yeah. one person on that pitch you wanted to score well, apart from me wanting Courts Jones to score, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true, like you, you seen it in the Wolves game, the first one with crowds, and they were all singing "See si, Senor." Yeah, yeah. And you know, he done the pass, wasn't it? The the kick, the bicycle kick pass, was it? To Mane when he cleared, he put him clear. The crowd were singing it. He just had that little pep in his step, and I think that was evident again tonight that he he sort of had that. So I think he's a player that will thrive on that sort of thing. I think it is. I think you know, like, do you, do you ever play football and you're good at football, right? And you have a good yeah. game, but you know you're just flying. And when you're flying and you know people are watching you, it's like everything just becomes so much easier. It becomes even more second nature to you. I think that's what Bobby is. I think it's a case of I'm really good. I'm not in great form. Let's let's call a spade a spade. But not in great form. But this is he's the sort of thing that um he hears the appreciation a lot more. And when he hears it, it just it like just runs through his body. You know what I mean? It's like an outer body experience he nearly has and he just absolutely goes for it. Massive breaking news here. Stephen Max says he's taking bets now and if we don't win the title, I will buy every one of you an Easter egg. So mark it down. Um, Stephen Mac, St- Stephen Mac, um, take a list of people. There's 427 people in here at the moment, so that's quite a long Is fucking list. You're gonna... I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
there's a lot of people getting upset about the fact that there's loads of people watching and not enough liking. So, um, yeah, well, like what I can't get is if, if I'm watching this on my phone, which I do when I'm not on, I do have it on my phone in the background while I'm doing bits of work or whatever. I literally look down at the phone and just press the like button that's right in front of me while I'm watching. Like, it's, it's, embarrassing. it's embarrassing. Come yeah. Call them out. We're watching this stream. Emma Cavanagh has called them out. Only 164 likes. Emma clearly typed that. We're at massive anger issues there. So, um, listen, get on it. Um, keep liking. Just keep liking all the time. Just, do you know what the best thing to do is? Come on. Just hit the like button and then start watching the video. That's the best thing yeah. to do. Then you don't have to worry about it. You, you know miss it'll be good. nothing. You know it's going to be good. Yeah, um, people are just letting Stephen Mac know now that they're not having any of this Aldi or little shit when it comes to the Easter eggs. They want the proper stuff, right? So it has to be <laughs> Galaxy or Galaxy or whatever, um, Mars, whatever it might be. Um, Gavin well, if you get a Gavin Andy solid, um, I will accept that Andy will ring the reg, uh, the reg, the, the, yeah. the authorities. The egg. Yeah, <laughs> the Easter egg authorities, the relevant authorities was the words I was looking for there because, um, because Andy is, of course, notions when it comes to everything. Um, 300 likes and Grizz will show us more of those legs. Absolutely. No Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Show you his own for 300. Um, but look, it's a fantastic win. We've spoken about Mourinho. We've spoken about Liverpool. We've spoken about sports, the tactics and stuff. So I want to look at a couple of the key men. And, and uh, Keith, I'm going to come to you because I know I've heard strong views on Curtis Jones from, from Gar and from Grizz. And they get a word in, in a minute. But what, what do you make it? I just think he's just, He's literally making himself undroppable. That's how, how good I think he is. He really is. I mean, it, we all know, we all want Thiago back in the team. We all want to see Thiago. But when it comes to it, it's going to be a tough decision. I'm not saying Curtis Jones is better than Thiago, but I'm going to say it's a tough decision to drop that kid out of his team now. He's taking games where senior players around him are not maybe as as on form and might be a bit jaded and a bit passive in some games. He's looking for the ball. He's he had a few bad games earlier in the season. I'm not saying he's been excellent all season, but I love to see a player learning from mistakes and not letting a young player who doesn't let a bad performance set him back. This kid is oozing confidence. I love to watch him. I think I'm not. I don't want to compare him with Steven Gerrard, right? Let's let's not go down that road. Yeah, stay well, off drugs. Stay off drugs, lads. No, 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 no. At 19, we can look at the comparison. Gerrard was excellent when he broke into the team as well. Like, I'm, I'm not comparing him with that, but what I will compare it with is you're looking at a player, and and you remember Gerrard when he broke in. There's a lot of young players can't come through at that stage, but you knew he was special. You know what I mean? And I think Courts Jones are starting to look special he's looking like he belongs in that team whereas at the start of the season you're probably saying he's maybe the eight the eight taxi on the rank there for the midfield you know i think he's really pushed himself up there and i think there's there's a few couple of lads on that bench tonight that he that he's gone ahead of you know well, he absolutely like, has okay, i think he's ahead of him in the pecking order james milner ahead of him in the pecking order well, he has to be, in my opinion, because Oxley Chamberlain, as good as he is, when when you get him on a pitch, and catered to to, a, to an extent as well, they're not on the fucking pitch enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. So are you exactly. gonna take this? Are you gonna if you rate Curtis Jones a seven and a half out of ten, I'll play him every single week rather than throw the, the fella that's rating right A. I just will because he's much more dependable. He knows yeah. what's going on. He's up to speed. It's 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 a no brainer, and that's nothing against. That's not me going like people go. Oh, you're fucking anti Nabi Kate. No, I'm not. No. If, if I was anti Nabi Kate, you'd know about it. But yeah. it, I just I just look at him and Grizz. I come to you because I want Gareth to have the last word in it because I I genuinely think he's related to Curtis Jones. He loves him that much, but. <laughs> 
But Grizz, what I what I like about him is away from the, the the actual technical stuff. It's when you look at him now, Grizz, he looks bigger. He looks stronger. He's an athlete. He doesn't look like he'd be pushed around. He. He, he looks like, you know, like if you go on to FIFA and you decide to make a player and you make their physique and stuff like that. He just looks, has the physique of a Premier League footballer at 19 years of age. Yeah. Just often, sometimes, sometimes you don't want to go overboard with praise like Keith said for 19 year olds. They have a, you know, they have long careers ahead of them. And you don't want to start comparing him to the likes of Stephen Gerrard and everything. But what you have to do is take it on face value and what he's done. He's actually done for this team in the most crucial time where midfielders were needed, creative midfielders were needed. Ox, Nabi, um, who's the other fella right in midfield? Um, Tiago, small matter of Tiago. You've got three three senior creative midfielders out, not available. This guy stood up and been counted. And everything that you've said, Gav, I totally agree with. But what I love about him, above all those um, uh, talents that he's got, and I agree with every single one of them, is the way he makes space for himself when receiving the ball all around the pitch. And that's a sign of great intelligence. And usually, usually the top, top attacking midfielders get that later on in their career, the more they play. This fucking kid's got it at 19, guys. He's going left, he's going right, he's dropping, he knows when to pull out wide. How many times, honestly, guys, all of you football men like me, watch it again tomorrow because that's what I'm going to do. And see how many times Curtis Jones receives the ball and it seems like no one's picking him up. Even in a Jose team, if you're getting space in a Jose Mourinho team, you are super intelligent, my man. You are super intelligent. Watch how many times he receives the ball and it seems like, why is no one picking him up? He's too clever. Yeah. How clever is he for a kid? Guys, The, you know, he's got everything going for him. He's got absolutely everything going for him. He, I, you know, Keith said earlier he's had bad games. Keith, I honestly think he's had bad halves maybe. But again, he's, he's picked up and he's learned from yeah. even that 45 minutes he's had bad. I That's think the Ajax game, I think the Ajax game, people will always pinpointed that yeah. it wasn't great and that, but he learned from it. You know, no, he learned and he, he, got, he I got better. Was, I was one of his, not his critics, but I wasn't a believer. I wasn't yeah. a believer of his. I thought he's got the talent. I just didn't know if he's got the mindset and if he's going to get a chance enough to progress in this team. Well, he's got the chance and Jurgen Klopp will not drop him easily or not. He's there to stay. And I mean, let all the players come back because today, you know, guys, I know Gav asked me, what was my feeling? Well, I don't know if you asked you guys before, what was you feeling at 1-1? I was fucking fuming at the likes of Jota, Nabi, Ox not being available. All right, Nabi being available. I was going mad. I was thinking, this is when we need all these high-profile names to come on and change this game. But we relied on the likes of Curtis Johns and his He's pulling us through our most difficult times. I can't speak highly of enough of him. We could do a pod just on Curtis Jones, probably. 150 years of breakthroughs, milestones, and triumphs. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of generous community support. You can give kids a future where they get freckles instead of chemotherapy and paper cuts instead of surgery. Children's National Hospital. 150 years stronger with your help. 
please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. Well, I'm glad that you're now a fully met, may, uh, fully paid up member of the Church of Jones after not being a believer in the first place. Um, it's good to hear. Kieran Thorn, here's a stat. Super chat. Curtis Jones, 113 passes, 93.8% completion, four interceptions, two key passes. Absolutely unreal tonight. Garen, I'm going to give you the last word on Curtis Jones to you because I think you're his biggest fan um, and have been for a long, long time. The sky's the limit, in my opinion, for him. And I think... Do you ever see when you when you when you you see a squad and you think we need another midfielder? I think he may make up Klopp's mind on one or two midfielders of that club that are already there. What do you think? I think he has done Gaff, to be honest with you. Um a couple of points. I know Gray just touched on the, the, the Gerard thing. I think Gray is I think he's I think he's more tactically uh disciplined in his own mindset than Gerard ever was, to be honest with you. Um they go into kids. Yes, hundred percent. And then I lead on to the Ajax game. I know we've had arguments with Keith and Paddy about this uh, standing at a wall of football one day. He was left out. He's hung out to dry in midfield that day, lads. Uh, the gap between defence and, and midfield was far too big at times. Um, and I think he's gone on and learned from that because you see tonight in times when, when we hadn't got the ball, how he's dropping into position, left and right side. Usually we, we see someone cover each side at times where he was all over the place. Then you go into Grizz's point about the, the the best that the world class players always seem to have time on the ball, and and when you play against these, you know, even older League of Ireland lads are, are, are lads who've gone away in England and in their, on, on an astral tour from a five side, and these lads don't even run five yards; they they just pass it around, and you're going, how the hell is he doing that? This kid is unbelievable, lads. Here. Here, and here's one. I was lucky enough to play against someone who was on their bench tonight in Delhi Alley. Uh, three times in three prisons friendly, and that guy looked like he glided on air in, in them games. Right, he is to me what I saw in in a younger Delhi Ali at that time. Um, in regard, of, he he just he is so ultra confident, and um, he he's he's willing to go into a tackle. He's no fear in him, and 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 it's so so you know, Gav. You know, I'm a huge fan. And I've had arguments mm-hmm. with lads as in the group over it. This, as you say, the sky's the limit, but I think I think he's already made up Klopp's mind. I think if Klopp has trust him again in that game tonight, I, I, I think it's huge, to be honest with you. I think, you know, I think he's now made himself, you know, part of that midfield tree. I know you've got a couple to come back. Yeah. Uh, but if he keeps pulling out performances like that, and that's uh, that that's that that was just shown in there. I'm sitting here looking a proud father looking at that stuff. <laughs> but but you see but you see the thing is like you say you have a couple to come back, right? But and like you're saying, Klopp trusts him in that. Now people will turn to you and say, "Well, look, he had to. We'd nothing else available." Um, realistically, when you look at what you want as match fit, but I genuinely think now, if you know, if if Curtis Jones keeps playing the way he's playing, I don't think what it matters what Naby Keita or or or, yeah. or Alex Oxley Chamberlain do. And I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that. Uh, the only way Curtis Jones for me isn't in that midfield at the moment is if Fabinho goes back in there and Thiago is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way, and that's no slight on him because look, if Henderson, Fabinho, and um, Thiago are in ahead of you, you know, who, who are you to argue? But it doesn't matter because if you're fourth or fifth choice, if you made Wijnaldum fourth and him fifth choice, now you could argue Wijnaldum should be in there ahead of other players. But if you make them fourth or fifth choice, they are playing 30 to 40 games a season with Liverpool. It's just the way it is, you know. And I think I think the sky is the limit. I think fair play to him. Um, and 
you know, I think his progression is unbelievable. I think it's it's a credit to him because I thought his progression would see him being in and out this season and look to push on next, but he's taken it all in the stride and I think he's been unbelievable. Uh, can Paul, I just add one thing before we yeah, move on? Of course off you can. That? And I know Gar was going to have the last word. Well, he mm. said he very likes Stephen Gerrard and Gar made an excellent comparison with Deli Ali and uh, we all know Deli Ali was compared as well to Stephen Gerrard type player and they're very attacking midfielders. Now, the thing that I've noticed with Cortis and it was, I think Gareth said it, or Grizz, one of the lads said it, he's playing a lot deeper now, he's coming deep. Yeah, yeah. I think he's being moulded into a genie replacement. I don't think we're going to, I think we're going to lose genie and we're going to look to replace him with his place in the squad nearly with Curtis Jones. I think Curtis Jones is progressing that far up that we would not desperately look to replace genie with a like-for-like midfielder. So let's say we went for Hossamawa. Hasamawa is an excellent player, right? And I think he's similar traits to Genie in that he's good close control. Yeah. I think we'd look to bring in a Hasamawa and it'll just be another midfielder. But that Cortis would be nearly the Genie mm-hmm. replacement. Do you know what I mean? And Ewa would go ahead of, let's say, the Ox or Nabi if we were to move them on because of their durability. I think he's that good that he's nearly going to be looked at as the, the Genie replacement because I can't see Genie staying at this stage. Either can I, but the only thing I would say is, is that you, you, it's good when you see Curtis Jones and you're talking about more getting the ball deep and in tight positions than like gliding past people because that's what he was all about as a young, when I say as a younger player, he's 19. But yeah, yeah, but now you can see there's so much more to his game. Um, Paul Versigi. I think that's right. Uh, 442 in the chat, 225 likes. Have some respect for what these lads do and hit the like button. Yeah, go ahead, hit the like button. Um, Grizz, um, yeah. a a lot of people in here are chatting again, and we seem to do this ad nauseum now at this stage, about Gina Wijnaldum, but I have to say, <laughs> again, I thought he was outstanding. Yeah. Gav, who wasn't? Honestly, who wasn't outstanding? Um, Ginny's a machine. I think I think he's slightly uh, refined his position last couple of games where, you know, absolutely naturally the energy levels aren't there to make sort of uh, playing this box-to-box role plays. He's, he's sitting, and it kind of helped today because it nullified the counter-attacks. I thought him, and I don't know if you guys have mentioned our fucking captain again. Have you guys mentioned uh, that? No, we, we haven't had a chance to. Jesus, <laughs> mate. That guy was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The way he marshaled that midfield, protected Williams... It was impeccable. Everything that every stupid shithead out there has accused him of, he's thrown back in their face with interest. Coward. Not brave on the ball. Just a pointer. Everything they've said, they must look like absolute numpties now. They probably do, but I don't want to talk about them. No, I'm just talking about... No, I'm talking about... I'm I'm, I'm relaying it to his performance. Because watch watch him for that 90 minutes. And that's what you call a captain's performance because he had so much pressure. As soon as that biscuit matic was rolled out, Henderson, <laughs> Henderson automatically would have thought, right, I've got so many things to look after. I've got to guide Curtis. Well, you don't need to guide Curtis anymore because Curtis is the fucking second coming of Zidane, mate. Right? So forget about him. Then he's stop, thinking, stop right? robbing Joe Walsh's um, Walsh, yeah. We're football men. We're allowed to do that with each other. Oh, right? yeah, okay. Um, 
Um, and then Williams, the way he and, and he knows Ginny's covered every blade of grass this season. The way they worked in tandem to stop any possible counter. Our counter pressing was second to none. Now you guys know, we guys know, we're not stats men, but it will be wonderful to see the amount of counter pressing done. How many times we won that ball back as soon as we've lost it? Um, what was your original question about Ginny? I know I've said <laughs> exactly. Let's let's rejoice about every single player. Let's not, you know, dwell on one player too much. You know, and that's my answer. Let's. Yeah. let's I mean, oh, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying for a minute that we shouldn't rejoice in them all. I just like to pick out a few because they were mostly they, yeah. they, were, they were getting the most mentions, I suppose. Um, the midfield were excellent, but the sports <coughs> midfield are built very similar to ourselves. Yeah, Mourinho wants walkers in there, and you know, Sissoko is just an engine for them, and Hoiberg yeah. as well. And we didn't let them into the game at all, in my opinion. They they couldn't get a grip of it. And that's, as Grizz said there, that's where Henderson having to, not babysit Reese Williams, but having to be extra switched on defensively mm. while still getting his, his forward passing going and, you know, it, build, building attacks and supporting attacks. Like, he was brilliant. Like, but the three of them in there, I thought, were absolutely excellent again. Hey, though, I don't understand how, how Mourinho diverted from that first 10 minutes of, of his formation in the second half to go to a four again when there was a three on two overload in centre mid all the time. I just don't understand. This guy is supposed to be, a, well, he, listen, he has been a master tactician. I, I take that back. Or he, he has been, but to allow to allow that against one of, one of the top sides in the world, a three on two all the time, especially three players who are so good on the ball and, and can switch plays so quickly. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think his thoughts were... I think I think his thoughts were if he switches to a four two three one, he may be it may be an attempt to push Liverpool back because if you get one of those players a bit forward or forward, Henderson might have to go and and drop a little bit, and Liverpool as a whole team would have to drop them because as Grid says, Henderson is looking around trying to trying to look after Reese Williams. You know, and if you're trying to look after that and then if a player comes just and stands on his toes then it's kind of, well, hold on, I need to pass him on somewhere. And it, yeah. it, it, it tries to force Spurs back, but I don't think they had the personnel to do it. You know, yeah. if they had a really, really creative player like a Thiago to sit in beside Heiberg, you go, perfect. But you literally have Heiberg that's that's a bit like Henderson for me when you watch him. Yeah, um, and then you just have a walker in in, in, in Sissoko, who's not very good, no. in my opinion. No. Um, but I, I think it might have been a tactic of, of Josie to try get us, move us back a little bit by just... Just trying to change something small, but Liverpool didn't 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 buy. They just said, "Yeah, put him up there if you want." It's just one less player for us to go past when we're going the other way. So it was it was something like that. But I want to get man of the matches in a minute, lads. Um, but before I do, a couple of things I have to go through. Right, so Football Prizes is the sponsor of this show. Footballprizes.co.uk. They are on Instagram. They are on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They do all the live draws on Facebook. Um, really good company, a really good set of people over there. I have to be honest, we're dealing with them about a month now and they are second to none. They're brilliant. Um, they get so much good memorabilia with regards to Liverpool and all other clubs as well. It's, it's outrageous what they, what they have. Everything comes with a letter of authenticity. So it's not a case of did he just buy this jersey and fucking write a name a black marker on it? It's not like that at all. Um, the, the prizes are really good. The odds of winning is f- fairly good as well. Usually around 99 to 1 or 66 to 1. Um, Tickets raising from two ninety five right up to five ninety five, depending on the price. This week, of course, is the Jurgen Klopp uh, photo montage, which is also signed. Sixty six tickets at four ninety five each. Um, really, really good. Listen, 
it might be something you don't want to do now, but it might be something you consider in the future. I'll have a go with that because I, my uncle likes Leeds and his birthday's coming up and I'll have a go. But please go to Football Prizes on Instagram, on Twitter and, you know, on Facebook and hit, give them a like, give them a follow. You know, it does no, no harm to you and it keeps you up to date with stuff because genuinely, if you're a Leeds fan, they have outrageous Leeds stuff. Um, if you're a Leeds fan, you'd be all over it all day long. But the Liverpool stuff is brilliant as well. There's Chelsea, there's, there's so much in there. Um, so go and have a look at them. They are the sponsors of this show and they do look after us and we try to look after them. So go and like, go and go and follow and have a look. There might be something there that you like. And listen, if you have a spare fiver here, you might throw it on and you never know your luck. You never know your luck because they've had over, they've given away they're only a new company but they've given away over 200 memorabilia prizes since they've started so um, and it's really really good they even have stuff then that you know playstations and, and xboxes and stuff they do mad stuff every so often as well so it's really good uh, Dan has just thrown us a pound I don't know why Dan you didn't even say anything if you want to put a comment underneath somewhere else and I'll read it out promise Um what else? Colossus Bets. I just want to give a quick shout to our other, other sponsors because Manscaped got a shout earlier, so it's only fair. And I try to give them all a little, a little shout on each show. But Colossus Bets, um, you sign up at ColossusBets.com. You use LFCDT as your referral code. You look us up. You see our syndicate. You, you go, oh, that's good. That's their good picks. I'll contribute. You can contribute anything from 10p up to whatever you want. Our bet for this weekend's football is now live. Um, I think it's 20 cent a line. So you, 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 you get, you get, um, you get a fair few for a, for a quid or two quid. So go and have a look at that. And the last thing before we get on to, um, before we get on to man of the matches is, um, you may have seen on a lot of our shows, uh, you will see this uh, hashtag and it's down the right hand side of the screen. Now we'll be in the show description for the audio download, but it's key and strong. Now a lot of people watching will know what it's, this is about. Um, some people that are watching probably don't. So basically there's a link in the description um, to a GoFundMe page that we've decided to support. This young child, baby needs a hundred thousand dollars um for treatment for brain cancer that he contacted when he was five months old he's now a year old um all i will say is that it's a friend it's one of our podcast lads best friend's son that's all i'm going to say i'm not going to get any more details very very close to a person's heart on this podcast all right so we've decided to We've decided to, to support this until we get to the hundred grand. And if that takes a month or a year, it doesn't matter. It's, we're not going to, we're not going to let, let it go until it happens. The response has been amazing. I think there's been $1,500 already given to us, um, or given to the GoFundMe page that are up around 75 grand now. They need another 25. Um, go to the description, hit the link. You can read all about it. Give you updates every week on how he is, but. I'm going to be honest with you. If you have young kids, I wouldn't read it. Um, yeah. because it's, it's a hard read. I'm going to, I've, I've, I have a baby that's 11 months old. I, I know Grace has a very young child as well. And I find it hard to read things like that, but it just puts into perspective how some people in the world, um, are trying to get through day by day. And then Christmas coming up and you're looking at a one year old child with that. It's, it's, it's not nice, but we're doing our absolute best. I can give you an update on what we're trying to do though. A very, very generous viewer of this show who I'm not going to name you. I will name and it, it. We need to came up with an idea to put together basically put together an absolutely super mega bundle prize Liverpool related and he is contributing to it we are working together with him to get as many prizes together as we can which we're going to put together as a massive bundle we're going to show you exactly what it is and then we're going to do a draw for them Um, we haven't finalised exactly what it is yet but watch out for it because some of the stuff is 
madness absolute madness so keep an eye out for that hit the link in the description um, if you can't donate that's fine but just share it do whatever you want it's our pinned tweet on Twitter and all like that and look people might get bored of me saying this but I'll never get bored of telling you about this kid never until we get where we need to get okay um, so I make no apologies for saying it on, on most if not all shows um, that- time to fire up the grill time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavour to pair with those burgers ooh I love their beer cooler <laughs> you love their prices even more Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices, total wine and more. The ability um, for that. Man of the matches. Um, Grizz, I'm going to let you go first because I love you the most. You know I do. Um, man of the matches are bloody top cool for me. Really is. Because of the players that we've mentioned and the players that we haven't fucking mentioned. I thought Robbo was superb again down that left. I'm not. I'm not. Keep going. I'm going to call you uh, out there. I'm not. Uh, I'm going to go for Bobby Firmino. Lads, Bobby Firmino, apart from his goal, his touch, his yeah. play, everything, he deserved that. The crowd singing his name is happy days again, man. It was like it was like early last season. Do you know what I mean? When 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 the, the full Anfield crowd was singing his song, it got me emotional. So, yeah, it's got to be Bobby. Okay, just to let you know before we get to Keith and Gar, um, Jeannie, uh, Jones, Robertson is in there, uh, Bobby's in there, there's loads of names, um, Henderson, uh, Reese Williams, there's, yeah. there's loads, there's loads, mm-hmm. it is a difficult answer mm-hmm. in fairness, um, I usually don't let Grizz off the hook, but I will now, uh, Keith, man of the match. I'm going to go with someone that wasn't mentioned even in that long list, Oita Fabinho was absolutely yeah. excellent at the back, carrying it into midfield. Supporting the attack at times in the second half, he was up on the sideline juggling and doing all sorts. He was absolutely brilliant. And he is, I think he's fast becoming the best centre back in the league. Do you know what I mean? That That's playing at the moment. I think he's absolutely amazing at centre half. Some football fans, some football men in this podcast. <laughs> that's, yeah. not, that's not what happened at all. <laughs> all right, so I mean, he's not. No, but look, I thought he was brilliant and he's the unsung hero, I think, in this team at the moment when you consider everything we're going through. Does look anyone could have got it. I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Flacco on it. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Captain Sal says Nabi Cage should get it for distracting sports <laughs> while he was but for the goal while warming up. Um, I think that's a show. <laughs> um but look, there's loads of names in there. Gar, who are you going for? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go for Miora Loyal. I'm going to go with Curtis Jones just, just to get again, excelling against, you know, one of our challengers. Um, I just thought, you know, as I've already alluded to, he was excellent in everything he'd done. He, he, he was immense for me. Um, uh, uh, Kate's, Kate's show and, and Grizz's show are, are, are brilliant as well. You could have named, you know, you know, any one of six or seven players out there, probably eight or nine. Um, but for me, just, just for his youth and, and, and just the way he's stepping up all the time and going to give him the course chance. Okay. So we have we have Fabinho. Grizz has gone with... Who did Grizz go with? Firmino. Um, we have Curtis Jones. I'm going to... I have to throw a vote in there for... Um, I have to throw a vote in there for, for Gino and Alden because... I, I, I don't know how he can ever be ruled out as man of the match when he just keeps playing football every three fucking days and keeps playing 90 minutes. No one's giving him a break. And I think, I think it's starting to come true. Somebody in this, somebody in this group told us last week, Dan has thrown us another pound. He's not saying anything. He's just thrown us a pound. Uh, Dan, club, Dan. S- say something to us. Um, but 
I think it's coming through. Someone in this group said a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think they're just playing Genie until he signs the contract. They're never going to stop playing him until he signs the contract. And I, th- I think, I think this might be a case. Um, but look, it's been, it's been a fantastic show. Um, it's been a brilliant win for Liverpool. If you can go and find extended highlights anywhere, go and find them and relive it again if you want. Um, I'd like to thank Keith. Keith, thanks a million for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. pleasure. Good stuff. Gar, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a million. Thanks, lads. Grizz, you turned up late, but I forgive you. It's okay, you know, it happens. I'm, I, I, I'm sorry I let you down. Okay, <laughs> say sorry. Who do you say sorry to when you apologise? Sorry, Gav. Sorry, Jay Bulls. Yep, that's how it works. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure he is. And sorry, Carl. Yeah. Yeah, I sorry to everyone. Um, but sorry, look, it's... Everyone, but you know what? <coughs> I, I could carry on the show. <coughs> like, you guys could go off and go to sleep and I could carry on talking to the viewers about this tonight because I, I truly think this was an absolute pivotal game and even if you didn't let me speak I just wanted to be sat here in the corner just listening oh yeah yeah you're just, definitely you're definitely the sort of person that just comes on here and is happy to I'm sit in the car and say nothing in the corner <laughs> and just you guys to be part of the crowd tonight Thank Jacob's you. Jacob's getting worried. He says, "What's going on between Grizz and Gav? Get it together, guys! Um, this is just me and Grizz. It's no problem. Yeah. Don't be worried about it. We're not going to fall out. I'm definitely not going to file for divorce. So there's nothing to worry about. Um, that's it. I think um, that is the midweek fix. Thanks to Football Prizes. Don't forget to go to footballprizes.co.uk and of course to the link in the description for the uh, GoFundMe for Keen, the young kid. Uh, Liverpool have sent Jose and Spurs packing back to London um, with their tails between their legs. Liverpool have gone top of the Premier League um, because that's where we belong. But don't worry, Jose. It could be worse. It could be Arsenal over and out. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sports Social Podcast Network.